On this episode of Punk's Talk Wrestling, we've got the return of Reginald, a 24-7 title change within an Old Spice commercial, and fuck Peacock! This is a rewatch review of WWE Fastlane 2021. I am R.W. Hellborn, one half of your Punk's Talk Wrestling tag team hosts, hailing quote-unquote from Philly! And as always, by my side, 3,500 miles away, he is my tag team podcast partner, the proper prick, CJ Newman! Did you know, right, that AJ Styles has been a WWE full-time wrestler longer than both The Rock and Stone Cold? No, I did not. Full-time roster, AJ Styles... Talk about so, talk about records. Talk about so, beating, so uh, Stone Cold's run lasted two thousand six hundred and fifty nine days, um, and th- there isn't a number for The Rock, but AJ Styles is now running on two thousand six hundred and fifty five plus. So nice. That's kind of crazy because you think that Austin and Rock were around for years and years, but in fact they weren't really. I mean, Austin was around from like. 96 to like 2001 as was the rock really well, that's, yeah what's that that's about like what i mean six seven yeah the main their main uh that their, their main, main like just... you know full-time wrestler run is like 96 yeah. to oh. 2001 yeah whereas, it's, only, it's only five or six years yeah aj styles has been around since 2016 full-time Damn. and that's eight years so just, uh, that's awesome it's kind of something that you don't really think about and then you're like, oh, look at that. Yeah. Shout out to AJ Styles. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So. <laughs> I love, I love, I love the did you knows. I love your did you knows. I just want to put that out there. I, because I never know what you're going to, th- you, you never know. You never yeah. fucking know. And that's never why know. I say, did you know? Because likely chances you did, you didn't. Likely. Yeah. I mean, it is very likely whenever you ask me any question of, did you know? The yeah. answer is probably going to be no. Yeah. Uh, One day I'm going to say something and you're like, oh yeah, everyone knows that. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Well, yeah, you well, really I missed didn't. it. <laughs> I didn't know that. So. All right. Did you know you were the only person that didn't? <laughs> yeah. Apparently not. Now you do. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, from there, why don't we just get right into it? This fucking deep dive. Yeah. Fast Lane 2021. How do we start? How do we start? How do we get into these? Uh, I think we just start talking about them. That's. <laughs> I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, I think so. All right. Here we go. <laughs> all right. This week, I'll do it since you didn't. <laughs> we're uh we're we're doing a re what do we call these now i we had a really good name for them a a rewatch rewatch review rewatch review yeah that's it i like that. it's just rewatch review yeah yeah that doing a rewatch review of let's so we did a little dice roll a few weeks ago and we settled on fast lane 2021 Yes. Yes. As, as as we do, as we've been doing for the well, the it's only I guess this is really only the second month <laughs> as we've been doing since we started. Yeah. Um, each pay-per-view like uh, uh, sorry, uh, uh, premium live event uh, yeah. that WWE's premium live events each month. Well, on that quick note, like by statistics, we've lasted longer than the majority of podcasts started in all time because most don't even get past five episodes. Really? Yeah. 
We got it. We need it. We need like a celebratory. Yeah, we need. A, uh, we need. A, you can put that in post. Uh, some kind I'll of, put it in. Yeah, I'll yeah, put it in something, post. Um, something can go there. I'll cut out. I'll cut out my bam, 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 and I'll just put it. Yeah, in, I'll let, I'll like let you choose sound. whatever sound effect you please. We'll we'll can't we'll do some canned some canned cheers. Yeah, some uh, yeah, some cheers. Maybe like a little. We'll um, just use. What we'll is, use like the replay of whatever whenever they have to use the canned like fan cheese yeah. to cover up. The, There's that one they always use the, in SmackDown in the early thousands, which had that same oh, they, woman. Oh, they just had to do well. Just this week, when The Rock came back, yeah, and yeah. there was there was a part of the segment that the entire thing got cut out because the I don't know what the fans were chanting. Probably holy shit. Um, I mean, there were yeah. It was probably either holy shit or or a fuck you something or yeah. fuck you theory. Might it might have been. <laughs> um, I'm not sure, but they but from my feed that I got, it was completely you know one. I I don't have live anything. I don't have live anything. So it the 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 Hulu day after cut is probably even more heavily edited. Right. Yeah, yeah. Than yeah. even the live cut because it it was like blatantly they they it was a loop. It was like a it was like a three second loop of cheer, <laughs> cheer yeah and, and and you could let you know you could see them talk you could see them talking in the microphone and you can't hear anything yeah yeah, yeah. like oh <laughs> so yeah we um, are doing fast lane 2021 which came live from technically tropicana field in florida but actually from the wwe thunderdome it's the wwe thunderdome at tropicana field yeah you know you know what i meant I I, li- I like to think the Thunderdome existed in its own little universe, like it, you know, like it was its own. It was like a special little place. That's actually, you know, world. what's funny about that? That'll probably be a, that will be a something that we need to address in our future. The rules of the WWE universe oh, yeah, uh, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because be fun. because you're right. The Thunder, the WWE Thunderdome is its own entity. That's right. Within the WWE universe, and there and and there are there are other rules that apply to the, there are rules that applied specifically to the Thunderdome that don't apply in other, in, in other areas of WWE. So Did that's you something know that's that I have come very prepared and I have a couple of facts about the Thunderdome, not too much, but a few. I hope so because uh, I didn't bring any, I didn't bring any specific <laughs> facts about to the Thunderdome. So the Thunderdome the surprised fact. me because they, they use the Thunderdome for 11 months yeah. It's a long time. It ran from August 21st, 2020 to July 15th, 2021. That's how long it was used for. And it was held in three different venues over that time as well. That I knew. That yeah. I did know. So it was and held this was... at Tropicana Field, the uh, the Amway Center, and the Yo, the Young the Ling Center. Yeah, this well. was this was the last time that the Thunderdome was was at Tropicana Field as well. Not, no, it wasn't. I... Not this. I... No, sure. you're right. I will shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh no, it was the last pay per view. It was the last pay per view to be held at Tropicana Field. Yeah, it might. Ooh. I don't know that it was the last. Hold on, hold the phone. Um, hold that phone right there. Hold your phone. No, you're right. I shut the fuck up. No, you are. No, hold on. I'm very confused here. What What was the date of this pay per view? This March was 21st. March. Tw- this was March. Let's, ah, yeah, yeah let's you actually, are wrong. Let's do. Let's no, do what we. The last The last <laughs> pay per view was Hell in a Cell, June twentieth, twenty twenty one. But that was after WrestleMania. Twenty twenty one. Oh, wait! But that wasn't held. That wasn't held at Tropicana Field. Oh, it's you. It's yeah. Okay. I sorry. I thought you said Thunderdome. Again, see that's that's the thing. The Thunderdome itself. It's confusing. There needs you need to know the rules of the Thunderdome because it is its own entity. It's like, it's like Battle World. 
<laughs> and it and it and it and it existed in different locations at different times. Anyway, um, you know, do you you have the Wikipedia page open, or do you want me to read down the the stats uh, of the from the Wikipedia page? Uh, you we, go for it. Do, do, do. You, do your thing. Okay, um, it, it it was a Raw and SmackDown branded event. I don't were they even brand split during the pandemic? Uh, or is that, I mean, maybe they were, but the, the, they, they might have. Really or this might that much. that might have been a that might be a antiquated um, piece of uh, Wikipedia content because it is because it encompasses both Raw and SmackDown. Well, they were separate. They were, se- they were separate. They were separate. Raw and SmackDown had separate rosters still. Yeah. So yeah. so there wasn't there wasn't different brand specific uh premium live events but they but the brands were specific so that's why it encompassed both raw and smack right, performers right. on well, like i said on march 21st 2021 um like you said in the wwe thunderdome at tropicana field in st petersburg florida with an attendance of zero. Zero. Which is just weird to see in, in all of the, the stats that they have. Yeah, just, on the, here. just zero. Uh, that's that's the only thing I wanted to get to is the attendance of zero, um, <laughs> which means doors. which means interestingly enough that they obviously were not inflating their numbers ba- and using <laughs> the attendance of the cameramen and the performers. That's right. Uh, you or know. the people on the so, screens who they could've... or the people on the screen. Right. Yeah. There were because were those people. Were those people on the screen in the Thunderdome attending the event? They, they, they well, I mean, you, you signed because the whole deal is you signed up to, um, what is it? You signed up to, you signed in through an email. You got, yeah, you yeah, got a notification. I, I never to, made it in time. Not me neither. Uh, oh, yeah, several times. Several times I tried to get on the Thunderdome and never, never made it. Just, just didn't get in in time. Yeah, because they would send, they would send the email or whatever. They'd send the notification at a random time. It wasn't like, be ready at seven o'clock to get your confirmation. It was, uh, you know, for at least for me, I would get them at random times, and then by the time I actually got them, it yeah. was too late. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and plus living in the UK, it was even harder for me. Right. So, I remember the f- yeah. So sorry, my cat is being annoying. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So zero attendance. But this is obviously during COVID nineteen, which is an experience in itself. Um, yeah. But we all know what that was. Um, well, wait, what? Yeah, what? Oh, you don't want to. You don't want to. You want to take. You don't want to take like four hours and actually <laughs> tangent on to let everyone know about the about, thing that everyone knows about, about the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. No, so how are you? I mean, you, you you turned on this pay per view. The intro video starts, and then you see the Thunderdome. What? What crossed your mind here? Um, what crossed my mind when I, I so, mean, the first time I saw it, or or rewatching um, it? You know because what? Fuck re- yeah! No, hold on. Yeah, the first time you saw the Thunderdome, what crossed your mind? Because like, it was pretty a pretty different experience, right? For especially one to a, a normal live crowd, and two to like you know what we'd been used to up until. I was the so impressed. I was so impressed with the creativity of how they managed about uh, of doing that. And, the, and it, uh, I, I, I didn't think of it. probably didn't think about it as much then as I did now rewatching it. Right. When I, when I rewatched it, this is the first major thing that we've, that I think that I've watched that was still a zero attendance event from WWE. Yeah. 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 I, I might've went back and watched when, when we were doing the Bray Wyatt stuff. I mean, I watched some of the, 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 firefly funhouse from that wrestlemania uh, um 
But this was the first full event, you know, that I rewatched since it actually happened. Um, and that, yeah, it was, it was very interesting to me to now think about not just, not just how it appeared on screen to people watching it at home to, yeah, see, you see, you see hundreds of different faces and yep. they're reacting. That's right. Not like, not like the, the, the events that they had a limited, very, you know, the NXT events had, um, limited attendance which were the performers families and and people that were also like wwe employees that yeah were already i there. always found it kind of weird that um that with the when they did the nxt takeover event or anytime they did nxt they actually had some people in attendance but when it yeah um, it, like even with the all the led like the like fans in the background they still they still had people yet with wwe they didn't which kind of with like the main shows he didn't yeah i think i think the way i think if they had tried to do it but a little bit of both it would have diminished the thunderdome itself experience itself whereas when they when they had that when they had the screens for nxt it was already a smaller area yeah it was such a smaller place yeah that it wasn't as it wasn't as drastic of a difference right 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 to have and i think it was and i think it was probably it might have just been a way of still utilizing the technology that they had and utilizing it to continue to, you know, yeah. just continue to have it be a thing where, you know, because NXT NXT's always been cl- a lot of times was closed off. It's always in Florida yeah, for most of the time. Having, having people able to be at an NXT event for bigger events like that made it, made them seem a little more important at that time too than yeah. just, now you're, you're just, it's it's just the same people in the same area in the same place on a different day on a Saturday instead of a Tuesday. Mm. It doesn't feel it, it it helped differentiate it. Whereas the Thunderdome for for those premium live events had the enormity of its of it all was very impressive. Yeah, that they were able that they were able to just. And they were able to just do it and pull it off. But it definitely gave more of a what you know of a WWE style presentation that we they've always been used to for years. It gave it. It made a big know, production. It's yeah, big because production we, we were in you know these the small shows in 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 the performance center for Raw and SmackDown and pay per views was such a weird feeling, you know. And like I haven't watched any of those shows since that time period because and even so when I put, first put this pay per view on and I saw the thunderdome it's weird like you 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 you, i i haven't you associate the sight of it through your eyes with a very particular time in in life being the pandemic being in lockdown and it was just like it was like a moment of like whoa like i remember what the world was like at that point you know right it was distinctly different and that was and 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 not necessarily and i don't want to i don't want to overly criticize some another company for the way they did things but when there was the options of having like limited seatings yeah, yeah, yeah. and you had and you had to like separate everybody it just looked like it was an empty it just looked like no one was attending it looked like yeah. oh you have right. to have all these people so far apart that you that it actually in my mind it made it look worse it, yeah you're right like it 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 it, almost, it was it was more depressing because it was like 
ah, it's just it's just not the same at all. Whereas the Thunderdome was distinctly, uniquely, absolutely different. So you didn't have to feel the same way about it. Yeah, plus the Thunderdome won three awards, by the way. It got nominated for three awards and won all three of them as well. As it should have. I, what, yeah. what, what were those awards? So, I don't I know. The, they, I so we got the Sportel Awards. They won the, the best virtual fan experience in 2020, which I guess was a big thing back then because all sports yeah. were doing that. So I presume NBA and all those other sports had a similar thing. They had the... The Synopsis Sports Media uh, Awards, where they won the best tech innovation during the COVID-19 pandemic. (laughs) Uh, And then Cable Facts Faxies Award, they won the the new product or launch, the best new product or launch. Oh, which what? Okay, so I guess I guess they're I guess because they're. Because that innovation is is it was marketing was was part of their marketing to sell. I don't think you can name me another company on the planet, in fact, that built something purpose built just because of the pandemic. Everyone else tried to just exist as they were. But yeah, with a, see, with, that's exactly that's yeah. So, you know, a normal other TV, like, I don't know, the news or a a daily TV show, it would just be a bunch of people, but would all be sitting like two meters apart or something. These like this company went the extra level of building not only they they built a freaking Thunderdome inside of a stadium, like this weird bubble inside a stadium. Yeah. And they say it was crazy fan experience. You know, it it was a biosecure bubble. That is what that is what it was called, which was with nearly um, about one thousand LED boards, which is just fucking insane. Yeah. Wow. So so there were so there were strict quarantine safety protocols uh, like for that. That was which is, you know, why there were certain people were not on and were were gone for a while, too, was, you know, um, it was they were they were they were looking at ways to innovate mm-hmm. and 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 again yeah like you said give some give a unique created a unique experience and yeah and for the and it was great for the fans like they they and those, those were free like it was free to get to free, yeah, try to get on there apply to it cool thing is yeah. as well like while the wwe was doing shows from the performance center not i i we, again we specify a lot in here that we don't really give a fuck about ratings tv ratings but the tv ratings did go down substantially during the during that era but when they introduced the thunderdome i think i saw earlier that their their viewership went up by like 700,000 people back up you know and then it sustained around that level the whole time after that I think that's the thing I think people um when they were doing the the shows from the from the performance center I think people then were like well we've totally really taken for granted the production level of a WWE show like yeah we're being entertained by these these people and these storylines but this the the actual arena and the spectacle of a titan tron and all that's st- and the lighting it all adds to it as well it, the, the, the wwe gives you a spectacle when you go see a show and um and like a t and a certain a certain style of tv production that that you get accustomed to and you take for granted and when it was taken away you're really like it was missed so when they brought the thunderdome in and you could get that that level of big time produ- production back that only wwe can offer as a wrestling company then it it was clearly it impressed and it brought a lot of people back to watching 
Yeah, that was, and, and the note I, I mean, one of the notes that I, the main thing that I had under, well, the second note that I had yeah. was about the Thunderdome and Pyro. The first note that I had was this, that, that it was the first premium live event to air uh, exclusively on Peacock in the U.S. Yeah, I wrote that also fuck, And also fuck Peacock. Uh, the UI, the, it's terrible. It's still, it is still so much worse than the way the WWE network was in the United States. And I, we still need to really, try and see if you can VPN I, the network. I really need to VPN. I like, I, I have no qualms about putting this out on the air that I'm going to absolutely circumvent <laughs> this in, in, in some way, because I, I, I hate the, I hate the Peacock, uh, interface and the way that they have, WWE in it it's and, and I absolutely despise the amount of uh, commercials that they force you to sit through right without having to pay an additional fee uh, which I'm not going to do I'm not going to pay more money for for uh, you know less <laughs> a, yeah, a worse exactly. experience um, so yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna find ways to just completely circumvent it uh, fuck peacock um, but the but the point was pyro in the Thunderdome and pyro in the crowd. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. That was one of the things that was like you said something that's specifically different about it yeah. is you're seeing the 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 graphics and the images are flipping out on the screens as people are also flipping on and there's pyro going on and you see people's faces and there's pyro behind them so like that's a thing. It, it was great. There's a lot of moments during this pay-per-view where I'm like, they really, the whole time in that in that Thunderdome, like, they took advantage of all that space that they could use, and it was just, it was it was so much fun. Like, we'll, we'll get to the Drew and Sheamus match, but there's a lot of things you just couldn't do, you know? Yeah, and I have, I have the most, I have probably the most notes about that match. Um, y- yes, that... They took full advantage of the space that they had. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they did things that no one thought to do. Yeah. Uh, and it, the, the Thunderdome was a was a was a brilliant success, and it showed it shows their adaptability. It shows the company's ability to like get be be what they are, and that right. is that is produce a show that is that is breathtakingly well done yeah you know they they, they do it they the we, we talk all the time about the production value um and this is a perfect uh example of it yeah for sure um but first match of the card was oh let's go oh, yeah pre-show oh, yeah, let's oh, never forget the pre-show pre-show and this one specifically was i i, I didn't rewatch it i didn't rewatch it because I, I, could, I couldn't rewatch it on the peak on peacock they don't have the uh, you know they don't have the pre-show where the, the normal continues. shows. Oh, it's so bad! It's so terrible. Um, but I looked it back online, um, and it was uh, Mustafa Ali versus Riddle, Riddle for the United States Championship. Two people that got fired last week, by the way. Right, which a company we, with Mace know, and Slapjack and T-Bar. The entire Retribution. Yeah, this was the this was the beginning of the end of Retribution. Yeah, because Mustafa Ali, you know blamed blamed them for the, his failing and you know did did the thing that the heel that these that the chicken shit heel who leads the stable does and he blames his you know 
blames his underlings and they say, fuck you, I'm out <laughs> <laughs> and left him laying. Um, yeah, unfortunate, you know, unfortunate definitely to hear the, about the, about, um, anytime people get released, but that is part of the business. Um, they're both talented. Everybody, everybody that was released is talented. For sure. They'll, they'll, they'll make their, they'll pave their way somewhere. I'm sure. Or if not, if not back to the WWE at some point. Yeah. As long as they want to continue being a, being a professional wrestler, they will, they will be very, uh, they'll be all right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, you know, I say this all the time because, you know, there's a lot of, there's always the quick reactionary, uh, you know, comments to those things. But like, there's definitely been times when people have been let go for a time and then brought back in a different capacity. Yeah. Um, or just brought back to a different contract or just given the time off. And yeah, we've got to let a bunch of people go this year. We Every year they do it. It's not like, you know, it's not a surprise no, that this happens. happens. It's like, just, it's part, it is, uh, it is part of the business. Employed, yeah. It, yeah, it's part of the business. Employee turnover. Um, you know, um, people don't like to think about it, but it's just part of it. And let's face it, um, like a, a, pretty much all of the people that were released are people they were not using. And ultimately, if you're not using someone, you're, and you're paying them to be at home. Yeah, it's you it's it, you can. And whether you believe they were misusing them, or if you believe that they were, you know, uh, whatever, that's fine. But the point was they weren't being used. They, yeah. they weren't being used in a major way. And so let them go do something else. Right. Exactly. Uh, give them the freedom to go instead of, instead of dragging them, you know, cause those guys still go to the events. They're still, they're still traveling. Even if they're not on TV, they're still in the back Yeah. because they might need somebody for a thing. They might need, you know, they're the guys that are doing the run-ins when they need the, when they, the locker room clears out. Um, so so if you're not in a major angle, you still want to be there. You know, even if you're not having matches on, uh, well, I don't know if the velocity or uh, what are, what are the, what are the the dark matches that they still film. I think it's oh main they do event. Uh, main event yeah they still do main event like so some of those guys there's a lot of people that will there's a lot of people that I hear online com- like talk about like where's this guy where's that guy I'm like dude he has a, he has a match every week on main event. Are you not watching main event? Oh, well, maybe you should watch it more. <laughs> because all those guys that you're complaining about not seeing are are there doing stuff. <laughs> yeah, it may not you be know. on SmackDown, but they're there somewhere. Shout out to main event. Go watch main event. Yeah. Here you go. I found it. I found it for you. So this week, this week we had Nikki Cross versus Xia Lee, and we had Indy Hartwell versus Caden Carter. All right. So there you go. There you go. I mean, watch it. a few weeks ago, we had Bronson Reed versus Riddick Moss and then the Viking Raiders versus Shelton Benjamin, et cetera, Alexander. Yeah. You know? They, yeah. All these guys are, all these guys are having killer matches on, on main event. So shout out to main event. Um, speaking of anyway, the not main anyway. event, speaking of the first match of the night, um, we had Nia Jax and <laughs> Shayna Baszler, the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions with Reginald. Yes, forget. Reginald is back. That's um, versus Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. Before we get into the match, I will say, I feel like the Thunderdome era popularized the um, the gorilla position backstage segment before matches. I don't feel like they did them before the pandemic. Mm, there were 
there were an increased number of that. And, and maybe now it was just they do due, them all maybe the time. Yeah, maybe it was due to them trying out new things yeah. and seeing what works. But, I mean, there there have been guerrilla position shots. Oh, they've been shot, but like before. that, that kind of like that promo you do before, right before you go out the curtain. I feel oh, like yeah, yeah. They're, that kind of situation. Yeah, I, and they they definitely use it now to g- really good effects, especially like K- KO has done it a few times. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where they're doing the yeah, like like the sl- the the s- completely smooth live transition from yeah. the back from the backstage interview into, into the, the straight entrance, into an theme. entrance. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, love that the stuff. timing and the production. Yeah, they met they they met, they they practiced it, and they've mastered it now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah, I had I had Reginald is back in all caps. That was the biggest pop. I was so yeah. happy about that. Um, it even though my my main notes about this were good match, but it was more about the story. It was the story of, of Sasha Banks. Yeah, Sasha that's what we're, Bianca we're going Mania. for. Here, yeah. Um, I do want to give props to them though for coming out and matching ring gear for yeah. a tag match. Yeah, fair being, play. being being not a tag team and and being opponents, the fact that they actually at least. At least the color scheme, what you know, it wasn't like no, not matching, up. but like they looked like a tag team because they're ma- they yeah. looked like a tag team because their gear was their gear was the same colors, the kind of like color tr- street profits. They don't have matching gear. But yeah, it's not exactly colors. matching, but it's the same. Yeah, it's same the same vibe. enough. The same of the same enough. I mm-hmm. mean, they you know, um, they were more they they had better they matched better they looked more like a tag team because their gear was matching colors than Shayna than than Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax they never looked as, like a tag team who were the ta- they never looked like a tag team champion yeah yeah um but they they were like more of an odd couple tag team back then yeah every i mean most of the t- most of the women's tag well, teams yeah, right. were odd couple tag teams that which you know which is tough is tough yeah but, uh, this but is that's su- not what this is about. Yeah, super simple match. I mean, roll up win and Sasha losing her shit with Bianca at the end there. Um, one note I do have because it was announced during they like this mat this pay per view was three weeks before WrestleMania, which I thought was wild. By the way, yeah, like yes, it was. holding it was a pay per view of- three weeks before WrestleMania, but I guess at this time you didn't have to worry about people having to buy tickets because you know affording no, Fastlane but not being able to afford at WrestleMania because. And they've done this before. Yeah. Yeah, but they've done this. They've done this before with some of their, with some of the lesser. This was a lesser premium live event. Yeah. It, it always has been. Um, yeah, when when you're three weeks away from WrestleMania, it gets a little it gets a little dicey to get people to come out to it. Yeah, um, it's also why typically it's a it's a smaller arena event where you don't have to. There's also about, a period of time like they did. Um, um, they they did two pay per views between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, whereas now they only do one, which is what they used to do. Then they moved to doing two, and now they do they just do one, which is good. Well, they also leave because now they're also leaving a little more breathing room for NXT for the NXT event. Yeah, that, yeah. Because they they used to they also used to have the major NXT takeovers. Yeah. The same weekend as the major. You know, like like we went to when we went to NXT Takeover Brooklyn and then SummerSlam immediately after. Now they're having them. Now at least they're staggering them. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that they're not so that they're not trying to oversell the same weekend. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, well, also because they're having a lot of these a lot of these premium live events on Saturday nights instead of 
WrestleMania is the only one that's two nights, and, and the, so it's the only one on, on Sundays. All these other ones, they're doing Saturday night now because they also realize the change, the, especially post-pandemic, the likelihood of getting people out late on a Sunday night is less likely, especially when you're when you're shifting your pen, damp, uh, shifting your demographic. Ah, uh, that was good. Shifting uh, yeah, your demographic back to a little more like. It's always dumbfounded me for years as to why pay. I know it's classically that you know pay per view Sunday. That's always been a thing, but why you just wouldn't do it on a Saturday because for the most part people don't have work on sunday i i never understood that other than maybe because maybe because it was filled up with other sporting events that were I, maybe there were less sporting events other sporting events on sunday nights that people were maybe i think it's I, the, I think it was just sure. a, a, a historic decision made that just ne- it was just tradition and then suddenly one day when someone just went why are we doing that? <laughs> yeah, why are we doing this on Saturday, Sundays? We could do this on Saturdays and more people would show up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no brainer. Yeah, no um, brainer. But yeah, um, we got. But that also means that also means the NXT events have to be a different weekend. Yeah, exactly. Uh, wow. But we got retention from Jax and uh, Baszler with the roller. Good, good, good stuff. Um, my next Nia note Jax is didn't, yeah, Nia Jax didn't injure anyone. No, yeah, the, so miraculously. Shane calling Braun Strowman stupid was a weird storyline. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. Because there was a little backstage segment here. Well, there was not the that match, was the but next... the little segment in the backstage of him, uh, Shane with Elias and uh, what yeah, fuck was that guy's name? I actually Riker. Riker Jackson, Jackson Riker. Riker. Yeah. Um, I don't even have any notes on, on that whole thing because I glossed. I over I, I didn't it even so I glossed over it. I just saw and, it and I I because um. I think he had a T-shirt on that said "Stupid Express." Um, yeah, but no, I don't even have notes on that match. Oh, really? Because like I just well, that match the, isn't just yet. We'll get to that, that match later. isn't even next. There was a segment, uh, but there was Thanks, a segment. Yeah, good, good but, on you for having the segment breakdown because I totally uh, but next I forgot we, to make my segment notes. Next match yeah. is Biggie uh, versus Apollo Cruz for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, this a lot to take was, home from this. Oh, this was wonderful. Talk about <laughs> now. I don't know what people say about Apollo Apollo's heel turn uh, and gimmick change. I loved it. I thought it was great. I loved the amount of uh, effort they were. You know, he went all in on it. Yeah. And and um and it it made them both have to change themselves. Yeah. For that, like he was, it was nasty. And 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 Biggie, I see Biggie was. You know, that was old school single, you know, single solo Biggie from, you know, that was five count. That was like the re, that was like the, the evolution of the five count Biggie from NXT. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there was a point where I thought they were going to bring that back and I'm glad, and I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad they left. Uh, I'm glad he didn't like go back to the five count gimmick. Yeah. He had, he'd evolved, he'd, he'd evolved from that. So I think yeah. Was... And he wasn't, and he wasn't. Because he wasn't a cocky, it wasn't cocky. Yeah, if he had turned heel, maybe that would have been a good idea. But yeah, yeah. But man, when he like the smack talking between him and and Apollo in the especially in the lead up, like yeah. this is a story. This is a this is a match that you need to go back and watch the lead up and watch the previous matches because this was like Apollo's third try at 
I think this definitely wasn't their best match because it was super short as well. But it was, you know what? For the the five minutes and forty five seconds they had, it was it was it was all right. Something something happened, and I, I, I the, my biggest note was that it was it wasn't really happy with that. That finish was just I don't know what happened with. That oh, finish. that was a mess. The finish the finish was a complete mess. I don't, I don't know. What know there, yeah, I don't know how it all. I mean, it 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 fell apart worse than our podcasts consistently fall <laughs> and apart. And that's saying something. And that is saying something. But but everything, like you said, the five minutes, what was what was the actual time of that? Five minutes and 45 seconds. Five minutes and 45 seconds. It was five minutes and 45 seconds of just powerhouse and smack talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Um, just the, as, the, as Biggie, Biggie, Biggie always, Preacher Biggie. But yeah, the, the He the would preacher, always say, like, man meat slapping man meat. That's what Biggie yeah, always used to say. But he, he was like, he was like, Taunting Apollo with with telling you know you you made me get all biblical on you like, <laughs> and he was like you know really heavily into like the preacher yeah the, yeah, the, yeah. the kind of biggie uh, preacher stuff he used to do in, yeah, the, in the new day um, yeah it was it was it was a lot of fun and I could have I could have watched that for twenty minutes yeah I wish it you know I wish there was. Obviously, this led on to their Nigerian drum fight at WrestleMania. Yes, and yeah, we'll talk about that some other time. But but yeah, it was like the ending of the match, it was just, it was a weird, like, because, like, I don't know what happened there. I don't know if the match was meant to end there, if it was, if, but even if you notice, the ring announcer didn't even say anything. Even the ring announcers were like, I don't know what happened And even like the production truck, they played Biggie's music for a second, and then they were like, Maybe I weren't sure not. what happened. Yeah, then he then he just <laughs> then he just kept beating him down, and maybe they were maybe they were trying to make it look, maybe they were trying to feed in a little bit of that like, let's make it look sloppy to make it look, not real. Yeah, you know, yeah, into yeah, like yeah. almost like is it a bot? Is you know, there's sometimes those questionable botches of like, is it that's really not a botch? That's a ooh, he didn't get all of it, you know, or. Yeah. Or the put a put a spin of realism on it. It's yeah, not yeah, so yeah. picture perfect. Yeah. Um. It just sort of devolved into. Uh, it just devolved into a fight. Yeah. Um. Which it, which kind of led into like you said the Nigerian drum match uh, later on. But great story and 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 worth worth going back to see that era and mi- just makes you really. Miss Here's Biggie, a question for you. you know? do, do you reckon that if this um this a gimmick with Apollo Cruz was in front of a live crowd that it would have been. What do you reckon the live crowd reaction? Would you reckon it would have been de- fell on deaf ears, or would it have gone over? No, I think no, I think it would have. I think he would have been able to feed off of a mm. live crowd better, and I, I, right, I yeah. think it would have gone. I think that would have gone on over so much better. Yeah, I think it probably would have crowd. lasted longer if there was if it was in front of a live crowd. And I think there would I think it would have been yeah, and I think they would have gotten him on a on multiple levels like yeah. just the just being a dastardly heel yeah. in one way and seeing that different side like this is a he's a perfect candidate for what we're going to you know for for ta- later on uh w- when we pick our next podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh topic. He's like that was such a drastic change of mm. his character. Yeah, that it's that it that it, it that it that it's so interesting to me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, I can't help but be I can't help but be intrigued by it more so because it's different. I'm yeah. seeing them in a different light completely. Yeah, totally. Anyway, next up after that. Next up after that, we had a um, uh, an old we had an old spice advert. 
Yes, we did. And we oh had, my god, uh, we had twenty. We had twenty four seven title change. Yeah, we had Rick Boogs before Boogs with Boogs. Another um, another another release. Yeah, another one right there. I can't remember Ooh, what another. his name was because I didn't actually make a note of it. But um, Rick, Bo- right? Rick his, Bo- Boogen, Boogenheim. Well, no, he. Well, that wasn't even his name here. It was like just an av- like a like a fucking name. I can't remember. Oh, he wasn't. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, even remember. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, we had the whole our truth behind a, a rack of uh, Old Spice and Akira Tazar was there looking for truth. The best work. So yeah, much just fun. good stuff. And I miss the fuck out of our truth so bad i just me to too come back. and i missed the 24 7 title and i think we should do an episode devoted uh, entirely to that although it can't well actually we can never do an episode devoted entirely to anything because every single episode from here on out has to be devoted to uh former and future wwe champion jinder mahal oh yeah of the course. the yeah. first the 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 vision board uh, for potential first, first uh, WWE, WWE superstar. That's yeah, right. To, yeah. Even even if by that point he's not to in be the a w- guest host. Even if that by that point he is somehow released, and I hope that never happens. But even if that point he is, if I'll still if take Jinder it. Mahal, I will. I will stop watching WWE when the day Jinder Mahal is released from WWE. I, don't I, I will start watching it again immediately when the next programming airs, <laughs> but like I will stop watching it that day. Yeah, that day. You, you didn't At specify that how day. long. You didn't specify. I'll stop watching it the day. Yeah, the day that he if if, if he ever gets released, I will not watch WWE that day. <laughs> I can guarantee uh, that that's at least the the bare minimum that I can guarantee. Yeah. Anything more than that. Um but yeah, so uh 24/7 title episode of Punk's Talk Wrestling coming in the future. Yeah, I, I dig that. For sure. Um now, but the match. <laughs> now we have Braun Strowman versus Elias in a 3 minutes and 50 seconds match. The shortest yeah. match of the night. I mean, there isn't really much to say here. Uh, I mean, a li- uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. This was one of the few times where I truly believe that that should have just been cut. I will say it's quite ironic that Shane's fake injury he had in training was almost identical to his actual injury he got at WrestleMania this past <laughs> That is kind. That is kind of funny in a way, and goes to show. Goes to show that um, that uh, that McMahon's always get their up upcoming some way or another. Yeah, some way, um, one way or another. Yeah. But yeah, that was just. I'm very. I'm very rarely critical, and usually we we, the most critical I am of WWE content, unfortunately, usually involves a McMahon. You know what? It tends to just generally involve Shane and Vince in more recent times. Because Stephanie's general involvement for me has always been great. I think she's she's very self-aware and that's good. Any involvement of the McMahons in the late 90s, early 1000s was great because a lot of the storylines evolved around them and and it was good stuff. But anything with Vince and Shane as of the last ten to fifteen years has always been a bit shaky for me. It's not. Really yeah. Well, we talked stuff. about. We mentioned that. Well, I think we mentioned it on a previous pod. The yeah. um, 
what was that? What was that episode? Was it on Raw or the or the? It was the pay per view where Vince came out to like. Oh, the GM announcement. That was off. Uh, the last, GM announcement. It was our payback rewatch of. That was the payback rewatch. Yeah. yeah, and and they came out and it just fell flat. And yeah, yeah, yeah. This kind of felt the same way. It just, I didn't really see the, I didn't see the point in it. It didn't really get. Yeah. It actually didn't really get anybody over. No. Like. It didn't do anything for anyone. No. And so it shouldn't have... It wasn't a good story, and it shouldn't have been no, on No, the storyline was crap. I didn't... I didn't... I didn't like Stro... I love Braun Strowman, as you know, but this whole... I did not like the Strowman Express um, gimmick. I just thought it was lame. Yeah, and, 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 the, and, the, and the Shane being... Shane being this this weird bully that's just calling him stupid. And, yeah, I don't know. And that it, it was just... It was such a... It was such a childish angle. Yeah, it that was I weird. was that I really was. I I didn't understand who they even thought this was going to appeal to. <laughs> I it think certainly it's, you know, was not certainly was not us. Certainly it was, was not, not us. me. Yeah, I think it was a case of like you know, Braun, you know, is like it's kind of like I think there was one redeeming moment from this. I remember Braun doing a promo on SmackDown or Raw once saying like. I might be big and and everything, but I got bullied when I was a kid, kind of thing. And that that's 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 nice. I like that because that's right. This was all this was all part of the anti-bullying message thing. Yeah, and I dig that. I I can dig that. See, and and that's one of those things you you know you 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 kind of don't remember yeah. all of it going back. I just you know because that wasn't even part of the promo package. It wasn't like his. Right, or at least yeah. I didn't see it. It was just the it was just the it was just the Shane being a dick about things, and then uh, it didn't make any sense. Yeah, I just think it. I just don't think it was ex- executed very well. That was all, and and it just kind of sucked. But anyway, Braun wins as you'd probably expect. Jackson Riker was was there. He was um, there. Um, they never knew. They never knew what to do with. No, well, but, I yeah, I don't think Jackson Riker knew what to do with himself. Um, yeah, they. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Um, there's that. Moving Next on. Next up, though, we got freaking, and it's kind of crazy because full circle, we've got Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship happening in a few weeks' time. But two years ago, it actually happened at Fastlane. At Fastlane, right? That's 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 what's crazy is we're getting we're getting Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura again. Yeah, but it's crazy. Just two years later, both of them in very two different parts of their career and two different gimmicks. Yeah. Now, what I liked about this match, well, first off, was the was fact that it was Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. That was yeah. to begin with, but this was set. This was Seth. Like you saw in the promo package, he he was wearing his crazy weird suits at the time, right? But this is the the transition period between Monday Night Messiah Seth and like Drip God and Seth. the Drip God. This yeah. is early, yeah. It's yep. like this weird transition period where you can really start to see Seth find that this gimmick that he has now, where he's like kind of wacky. Um, yeah, and it was it's uh, it's funny because it, it's weird seeing Seth without this his modern gimmick. Like we always related into the Shield. And, and, you know, everything after the shield with the authority and the Monday Night Messiah. And it was like, it was all good stuff. But it's like, I've really found like what he does now, he's coming to his own. Like he's really found his thing now. And like, this is what I now think of. This gimmick is what I think of now when I think of Seth. Yes, this is his current, his current evolution yeah. is, 
is the most memorable. And 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 now that he's well, he's and he's also he's also got a world championship with it. Yeah. To to further strengthen this, you, exactly. He wasn't he wasn't champion when he was Monday Night Messiah. Nope. He wasn't champion when he was the Drip God. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. I don't exactly. Think he, I don't... Oh no, not not as a drip god. Like I, I don't know what this is now that what you would call this, but it, it you know what it is. It's like you don't need to call him anything now because he's just Seth. No, Rollins. it's Seth. Fre- well, it's it's Seth. Seth freaking, freaking it's Rollins, the Seth yeah. freaking Rollins kind of thing, which yeah. is which is what the fuck does that mean? Well, it's whatever <laughs> it's I whatever say it means is, because yeah. whatever this is is it's whatever I yeah. make it. You know. Um, Overall, the match, though, I mean, it's everything you'd expect from Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Sorry, get sorry. I just I clicked on his I clicked on his Wikipedia page to uh, to just look up if they have it. It is it's listed under the visionary time period, twenty twenty one to twenty twenty three. I dig that. There's the Messiah. So he has. He does call himself the visionary a lot of the times. So, yeah. yeah. Um, the Messiah was twenty nineteen to twenty twenty. Right. Um, yeah. Th- yeah. This is. This might be. He's another contender. He's, he's we're, definitely we're getting a into, candidate. We're getting, yeah. For, yeah. For definitely sure. a candidate of, the, of all these of all this stuff that we keep we keep saying we'll get to later, which we will. Which we will. Um, <laughs> an excellent match. Um, the main f- first thing I wanted first thing I wanted to mention was I had to go back and watch this several times, and and I and my brain still doesn't register it. Right. Um. They introduced Samoa Joe on commentary, mm. and he didn't say anything at all during this match. Really, it's not something I I registered. Yeah, I did exactly, and I had to go back and watch it again. And I'm like, I don't think he said anything. I have to, and I still feel like I have to watch it another time. So, so I'm going to because it's one of those things. That okay, I'm going like to have to do that now. I feel like it's playing tricks on my own mind. Like, yeah, I feel like um, he did. No, he did. He did. I remember. I just. I don't know. I just. I can't tell you anything he said. But I, I have no. That's what I mean. I have. I have the note that says Samoa fucking Joe on commentary because that's the first Joe. time I saw that. And then right at the end, I said, "Did Samoa Joe say anything during this match?" Um. I. You know what? I remember him saying stuff during the distinct, Drew and Sheamus match, but I don't. He distinct. That's yeah. He. I distinctly heard him during Sheamus and McIntyre. That's what. That's what clued me in was when I started hearing him during the Sheamus McIntyre hmm. match, and I had to go back. Um, anyway, it was, yeah, it was a phenomenal match. 12 and a, 12 minutes and 55 seconds by the Wikipedia time. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's everything and, you do you want to expect from a, a match between these guys. And uh, I had to look it, I had to look it up mm. because I'd never even seen what it was that, that, that move, that, that kick that he did at the end. I mean, the whole match is amazing. Like yeah. we, we don't have to go play by play, but it was the innovation that they had in that match and that last kick that he did where he where Nakamura's knee was on the ground and he like jumped over him he hooked his he hooked his foot on Nakamura's like knee oh right yeah 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 and yeah. then like kicked him and then like stopped his entire momentum yeah. and kicked him in the back of the head yeah um apparently it's called a black magic kick all right Corey okay. Graves and everybody and the that. announcers were like didn't know what to call it didn't have any idea they're like what the what the hell was that? So go back and watch that. We'll put a. I have. I actually took a clip of it. So uh, which I'll send. So we'll post. We'll post that clip. We can. You know. We can easily steal a three second clip of something without yeah, getting yeah, in yeah. trouble. Point being that I think the point was I never see. I had never seen that move. No, I don't think I'd ever. Yeah, I don't recall it at least. Yeah. Yeah, and if 
but if anybody knows, but if anybody uh, knows anyone else that has used that move, yeah, and likely it could have been something that he used before he came to the WWE as well. So, yeah, I'd like to. Know. I, if anybody knows anything about that black magic kick, or you know anyone else that has used it, definitely uh, let us know in the comments. Yeah. Because. Um, next comes a match which I very distinctly remember of the of the thunderdome era because it was one actually one of my favorite matches of the thunderdome era so when we picked this went pick this uh pay-per-view out to watch i was super excited to watch it because i loved drew mcintyre versus sheamus and no horse barb match let's before we get to the match though oh right before that we got the we got the promo package for uh rhea ripley's raw oh shoot debut yeah the next night that in my notes yeah we did yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 so that so think about that that's two years so this was this was march 21st 2021 yeah so, so about two and, two and a half years, years yeah well, yeah two and a half years uh rhea ripley debuted on raw yeah. and and look at her now crazy running the judgment day crazy i love it as the women yeah as the women's world champion and outstanding anyway yeah and she's super young as well by the way yeah like yeah. so much of a career left ahead of her and it's insane to see how far she's she's won every single championship there is for a woman to win in the in the, in the wwe so right because she's been because she's also been Wait, she was, has she? She's she was, been women's tag, ma- she tag was, team. Yeah, women's tag team champion. She's been both Raw and SmackDown women's champion. She was right. w- w- NXT champion and the NXT UK women's champion. And the NXT UK champion. The first. Right, does, so, right. Yeah, she's yeah. Which we've been, we've both, you know, been following Rhea Ripley for oh since she since the very beginning. Yeah, yeah. That's like right. I, I remember seeing her. In, yeah, in I remember NXT seeing her in the May Young Classic when she was right. in the tournament. So. Right. In, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, oh, what you got there? Oh. What flavor is that? Oh, it's a it's a raspberry lime. Ah, oh, lime. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, next up, Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus in a no holds barred match. Mm. I fucking love this match. Two dudes knowing each other for twenty years, beating the fucking piss out of each other. That's what that is. Do, yeah. What else do you need? What else do you need? The main note that I said is Seamus and Drew beat the shit out of each other the only way real friends can. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And you and you see that you 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 distinctly can notice when you look at the way they work with each other and yeah. the way they trust each other and know each other. They were really putting each other. They were pushing each other. Yeah, there were moments in these match where I could tell like one or the other was hurting bad. Um, there was the, yeah. uh, I can't remember the name of the damn move, but with the, you, you put them on the shoulders and you do like a front flip. Um, oh, oh yeah. That's not, that's not, uh, Seamus's, that's not his white noise. No, no. But uh, like, whatever his... that, he did that, he does that onto Drew up in the stands or whatever you want to call it up in the Thunderdome. In the, yeah. In the Thunderdome. And, uh, on the, on like the hard floor and like Drew is clearly like winded. He's like, uh, like he's making guttural sounds. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, again, 
with the Thunderdome. Like, and and the, you saw this as well in in the in the Roman Reigns um, Kevin Owens match, the Last Man Standing match they had. They 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 used the entire space to their advantage. They did yeah. things that they can't do when you're in a crowd. You don't have to worry about health and safety. Because yeah, like throwing them through the piece of the Thunderdome, yeah, like, so like, great, and, like man. killing, the, yeah. Also, Just, also for the for the the viewers, the the ones that are watching and are on the Thunderdome feed, like I assume they're also watching it live. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah. So they're getting those fans are getting a unique experience that no one gets because yeah, they're yeah, also. Yeah. You never see yourself lot like unless you see yourself being panned on the camera that they put in the arena, yeah, like, yeah. and then you like you know wave like you can you can know when you're on cam when the camera is on you, but to actually see yourself on camera live, yeah, it's great. While you're watching, must have been very exciting for the, those fans as well. Like, yeah, for totally sure. different, totally different feeling. And how weird must it have been for the, for them wrestling with like giant faces right next to their face like (laughs) just the weird discrepancy of like i'm not in i'm not in a group of fans that are the same that are all smaller than me this dude's head is is like five feet and like like right in front of my face like that's just weird i love it weird this they yeah I mean, I remember, I remember uh, this match because I follow, I followed Seamus on Instagram, and I remember the day after this match, him posting a photo of, of, I believe both him and Drew, and they are just covered in welts and marks and scars and bumps and bruises. Oh, no absolutely doubt. beat the crap out of each other with chairs and kendo sticks and uh, just everything, and it was great. It was such a good match. <laughs> Just, I, I, anytime you get, I mean, shame. I mean, not only that, Sheamus is in like really good shape here. By the way, like I really distinctly noticed that yesterday uh, yeah. when I watched this, I was like, he's in really good shape. Um, but yeah, I mean, like as you say, like when you got two guys like this who are, especially two burly guys like Drew and Sheamus, who are like really like, you know, they 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 lay their stuff in regardless of who you are. But when it's your friend and you can get away with it, they really fucking did. You know exactly. There, there's you can you can hit your friends a little bit harder than you. Yeah, act, you can get away with people it. that you that you don't like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's it. That's what it, that's what we mean about the kicking the shit out of each other the way friends can because yeah. you you kind of have you trust each other a little bit more exactly. and you know you know you can push each other. A little bit past that yeah. boundaries, but with and, Sheamus and, and Drew, you know, you get them in matches with the right guys, like people like Gunter or someone like Cesaro or something. Like, yeah, you you you, you know you're you're in for a treat, man, because these are the kind of guys that just lay in their stuff and they go hard, they go yeah. hard, yeah, it's and great. it's, it's going to be and, great. And it's and it's hard hitting without being just you know just being abusively right. like you know it's not just gratuitous no violence no of course it's, it is oh i put a little extra oomph on that one yeah, like yeah, you know yeah. the white noise from the barricade on through the table yeah you know they, they go a little you know they, they they just do a little they make every they made every move hurt a little more yeah with that and it was great to watch yeah Good fun. Shame. Um, yeah. uh, Drew Drew gets the win. He goes on to face uh, Bobby Lashley at um, WrestleMania, where he ultimately loses, which I think a lot of people didn't expect. But yeah, that happened. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, great match. And then we go on 19, to yeah, nineteen minutes. 19, and 40 yeah, seconds the of, second longest of match of the night. Yeah, yeah. Um, then we go on to something completely different <laughs> that I t- completely forgot even happened. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. When we picked when we picked this out, and then we were quick did a quick look at the card. I was like, I had I had absolutely zero memory of this thing happening so yeah we had alexa bliss versus uh randy orton randy yeah alexa bliss defeating randy orton yeah yeah, via yeah, pinfall yeah in an yeah. intergender match and you might be thinking the same thing that i was thinking when i saw it like what the fuck are you even talking about well i i forgot about this match and then well and then when we when we picked this pay-per-view out and i saw it on the card i was like oh yeah i remember which this. is because it didn't well, and it's weird because we didn't even come up in the Bray Wyatt episode with, and it was such an odd, uh, you know, th- this led into his first departure after after WrestleMania, yeah, yeah. The, the three weeks later, but that storyline where with Alexa Bliss, I think a lot of people were just kind of trying to forget that Alexa Bliss was involved in the weird offshoot, kind of possessed by the fiend angle that didn't quite work well here's the deal i freaking love this shit i i enjoyed it so much i think i did love it i think um alexa played the role so fucking well i think to have her carry it on after bray left was probably a mistake but her involvement in it while it was happening i won't lie yeah, to you that's I, that's I, what i went that's what i mean i know while it was happening right was great. I I I know and I hear all the hate that that this storyline got, but I won't lie to you. During the pandemic, this was one of the storylines I was tuning in to Raw to mainly see because because they had this space in the Thunderdome again where you could get away with editing. You wasn't live, so you could just edit anything you wanted, and they do it in this match. They do it with the the um. Randy coughing up the the black stuff before the match yeah. starts, or you've got the, um, you've got the, uh, the 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 light fixture falling from the rafters, or the yeah. or the fireballs and stuff like that. It's like that all obviously was all done in like different bits, and you know they obviously f- edited the all that that match together. But you can't do that in a live setting, and that was such a treat. You're getting all this stuff in this match that you wouldn't get normally. It's it's. It was a storyline that really pushed the boat out, and I love that because I always liked seeing new shit in wrestling, whether it works or not, whether it's memorable, memorable or not. I liked it. You're trying something new, and that's exactly what this match was. Like those lights falling from the rafters. That's such an unexpected. I didn't expect that when I first time I watched it. I was like, you don't expect to see that happening. No, absolutely. You have no idea. Yeah, you have no idea what's going to happen. And it's now. also a thing and you can't do in I mean, a, with a live crowd. All, it was, it safety, was, so. you know, for it was four four minutes and forty five seconds. There wasn't a lot going on. It was Alexa Bliss taunting longer than Randy Broad Orton. versus Elias, though. Yeah, it was longer. Yeah, it was longer than. But there was more. More things happened in those those four minutes and forty five oh, seconds time, that actually time. meant something. Yeah. You know, um, and it actually progressed a, a storyline and bringing the fiend back with that with that new burnt the gimmick, burnt fiend, you know, the burnt yeah. fiend. That was great. Again, a, a, a great way of tying in, lengthening a storyline and giving everybody something that they were unprepared for. Yeah, it I was, mean, no one expected the burnt fiend. Crispy. No, fiend. not at all. Not at all. Deep fried. But fiend. it. it, it 
it completely made me. I had to go back and watch like part of that. That you know, the lead up to that too was was remembering. Oh, that's why this yeah. whole thing happened was because Randy Orton set the fiend on fire, and then <laughs> so good. Alexa Bliss, and then Alexa Bliss uh, just went crazy. Yeah, when she like doused like herself in gasoline, yeah, or petrol, um, <gasps> yeah, uh, to to set herself on fire. Um, like, I mean, I remember watching that stuff during the pandemic. I loved it. I I remember watching Raw and seeing her douse herself in petrol. And uh, and and just what what was going on? Like this is insane. I remember watching Randy Orton set fire to a fucking human being. Like, <laughs> like come on, man, so good stuff you can't do in a live setting. Stuff that you know you can't replace the fiend with a dummy in a live setting. You have yeah. to. You have to. You have, you need editing, and you could use editing yeah. in the in the Thunderdome, and that's so. And good. I'm, and I, I am so yeah. I'm glad that they that they took the risk in in taking those risks yeah you know, exactly for those stories i why would what well, two things one uh when the light fell and randy orton said are you trying to kill me <laughs> alexa bliss just shrugs and goes so close and then and, then yeah. uh, and also i wouldn't I mind having hear me out like i know he said that having this version of alexa bliss after bray left was a bit maybe not the best decision but I think now, obviously, with Bray passing away, I wouldn't mind seeing Alexa return with this gimmick. Or, better yet, I don't know, it's controversial, but if you had a female version of The Fiend with Alexa Bliss as like a, as a female kids TV host with the Firefly Funhouse or something along those lines. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't I, know. Yeah, I That's... don't know either, but it's something to definitely think about and I think it... it's like there's a lot more to revisit with that gimmick for sure. Well, they haven't, she hasn't been on, she hasn't been on TV since she's since pregnant. Bray's... Oh, oh, really? Yep. She has, she has oh, I kid. didn't know that. Yeah, that's a thing. What? That's the thing. I yeah. didn't know that. She won't be okay, around for a while yet, but when she, hopefully, if she does come back, then, yeah, that's something mm-hmm. to. I didn't know. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that at all. Personal life. Uh, oh, in March, she also revealed she had skin cancer. Wait. Didn't know that part. Yeah. Okay, cool. In March, in March in 2023, she revealed that she had skin cancer caused shit. by the use of tanning equipment. Oh, and in know. May was when she revealed she was expecting her first baby. Due December 2023. All right. Oh, well, pretty soon. Yeah, not interesting. Um, well, there you go. I didn't realize that at all. Congratulations to Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Um, pretty cool. On being on ex- being expected mother, that that's that's awesome. Uh, but yeah, great match, loved it. I love the storyline. It's just it's got a little soft spot in my heart. I just I fucking loved this yeah. uh, this storyline during the pandemic. It just it was one of those like the world is crazy, but so is this storyline. This storyline's crazier than the world right now. Yeah. So uh, yeah, exactly. I need <laughs> I need something. I need something. I need insanity. Yeah, I yeah, and that's that's exactly what we got with that story. So. Uh, now moving on to the main event, which yeah. was Roman Reigns, Universal Champion, not been champion for very long at this point, and now he's been the champion for three years. Um, yes, so, yes, which the, yeah, there's a little bit of extra I want to talk about this too. Okay, uh, so after the match, but Roman yeah, Reigns Roman... as champion with Paul Heyman, 
defeated uh, Daniel Bryan for the Universal Championship. Uh, Edge. So many with, things with, happened. Yeah, in this match. a lot happened in this match. Edge is a special guest enforcer. I kind of forgotten about this match, but upon rewatching it, I had, I was like, yeah. I remember this. I remember the end of the match. I remember Edge losing his shit and thinking it was really cool at the time. Yeah. A lot of the, and I think a lot of this, it, a lot, because of, just like you said, because of it being so close to WrestleMania that year and yeah. WrestleMania overshadowing it so much, the, this lead up kind of got a little, I forgot, I, I had forgotten how they even got to the triple threat match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Mania. And that's how, and this is how they got to it. Yeah, pretty um, much. Yeah. It was, you know, the the story, the story, the Dan, Daniel Bryan story is, always tells a great story. He yeah. is, he's, you know, it's, but it's, it's the underdog story again. Yeah. He's all, he's always the underdog. He's always, he's always, he is always the underdog because he's smaller than all of the other bigger guys. Yeah. That's that, you know, um, great. You know, again, it's a great story. Uh, he played it perfectly. Yeah. Um, several times throughout the 30 minutes of this match, you know, you, you thought maybe it was going to go one way. You thought maybe it was going to go the other. Like, yeah. Um, but once edge got involved in the match was when it really took, you know, things really heated up quick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this was also talking about transitional errors again, because you know, WrestleMania time is also a good time to transition a character into a new role of sorts. Yeah. Like this was, this was the end of the first phase. This is pre pre tribal chief pre head of the table. This was, this was, uh, and I think this was just on the cusp of the, you know, the wreck everyone and leave the first, he, he had Roman Reigns had come back and has the universal champion. Yeah. Ship, but he wasn't necessarily a full fledged heel. Well, he he was with Paul Heyman, so it was sort of the heel he, turn. But he was, yeah. I mean, I know what you mean. He wasn't like a full, th- but I think with Jay's involvement, that kind of su- well, no, he was definitely a heel because re- re- remember the stuff like this, the storyline he had with Jay Uso, where he was treating Jay like a fucking piece of shit. That's true. This was this was once he yeah. I I might be misremembering some of this, but he hadn't been really solidified. Yeah, until I know, after I know what you mean. Daniel Bryan, like this was this was he once he once he ended Daniel Bryan's career. Yeah, yeah. In WWE and and the, and the, you know stacking stacking Daniel Bryan and and Edge pinning them both at WrestleMania was like this was the solidification of the Roman dominate dominating. Yeah. Well, I think it's yeah him stacking the two of them. Yeah, that was definitely definitely the start of that but this was the beginning of that like this overwhelming dominance and yeah. and with the with with you know jay uso's involvement the precursor to the bloodline it was the precursor uh, to the bloodline. so i was just looking that the first time that the tribal chief stuff was ever ever like mentioned was was in the jay it was jay uso versus um uh, Roman Reigns, I quit Hell in a Cell match because in that match, if Jay lost, he had to address Roman as the tribal chief. So that's where that's where that term came from, and that's obviously. And gone when did to, that? And that that, and was, that was 2020. That was about uh, nearly a year before. Well, about six months before. Oh, this, okay. This so event. that, 
But that established that established that established the moniker like he, of tribal chief. Again, yeah, look at how far in advance they were working that storyline. They they dropped his they dropped his name they dropped the title but that's of the tribal thing. chief. Uh, when I saw that Jay, wasn't a, when I it's saw not a thing. No. It, it, they just made it up and they're like, let's run with this. When idea. I saw Jay Uso come out in that in this match, I was like, shit, man. Like this is uh, I'm watching a, a storyline begin. Yeah, like three years before where we're at now, basically, and it's just crazy. Yeah, I mean that's that that universal championship was this this also solidified his championship reign as yeah. well. Like yeah. at this point, Shoot. at this point, it's like oh he's been champion, you know, he's been champion for a little while now. He's, yeah, and no one's taking it away. No, no, not at all. You know. It it started the thought of like how long is this title reign gonna be? At least in my mind, that this was this. Yeah, was... I think that. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's like um, it's a long, you know. I, I mean, I, I don't know how long his reign had been at this point, but I mean, we're talking maybe like seven months or so. We we'd seen people held championships a lot longer than that, like CM Punk and Brock Lesnar and John Cena. They've all made it to a year with the title. Yeah, but I think something did still something something felt distinctly different for sure with with this reign quite early on and i don't know i think it's once he beat brock lesnar the year after this at wrestlemania where he got the wwe championship that i was like okay some this they're doing something here now and now we're two wrestlemanias after that event and nearly and yeah uh, that yeah there's something very different about this 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 reign now <laughs> yeah his yeah his reign start, he 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 beat um he beat the fiend right um he august beat, 30th 2020 yeah 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 it was yeah he he beat fiend so this was almost a, he he was starting to close in they were starting to look at the year at like almost a year at this point yeah getting yeah. close to getting he, close he to hadn't it. even hadn't even gotten to a year yet yeah. So, so all the talks, all the talks of lengthy title reigns haven't even started yet at this point. Yeah. But, but his, but his dominance was becoming apparent. Yeah. Oh, for, for sure. sure. For, for sure. For sure. Uh, a, a, an exceptional match. The once, like I said, once Edge got involved with the with the ref bump, yeah. And then all hell broke loose. Yeah. I, mean, um, I I love I love crazy endings to matches. Like a lot of Roman Reigns matches have these, but they're always slightly different and they're always really fun to me. Yeah, and that the the it's involved chaos. because edges because edges edges involved because edges also so good at what he does. And yeah. since he was you know since he was involved in the main event no matter what from winning the Royal Rumble, it it was it was exciting to also see Edge in this pre heel turn creating creating the original judgment day and like yeah this 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 pre going away and coming back again uh i guess in a way you think about it this this match in a way was the precursor to the start of the bloodline and in a way a precursor to the start of the judgment day yeah it, yeah you know like when two you, yeah. of the most dominant factions in the last you know 2 to 3 years with the WWE uh, and just to see how far the Judgment Day has come, Jesus Christ! I mean, 
wild. They they yeah. they are now the most dominant faction in the in the company now that the bloodline's gone. So <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy to see how how far how far that faction's come. Yeah, it, it, uh, incredible. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, what? I mean, there's what else do you want to say about the match? Oh, what else you want to say about this match? Fucking yeah. Roman Reigns tapped out. Yeah. Let's talk. So let's talk about the fact that Daniel Bryan is the only person that has that has made Roman Reigns tap out. Yeah. In fact, now yeah, it, of yeah. course, no one. There was no referee there to see it. Yeah. And it, it, the, the the match did not end via that tap out. But clear as day. Daniel Bryan made Roman Reigns submit. I gotta say that was executed so fucking well though, because so the, 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 extremely the, the well. tap out was so feeble. It was like I don't want to tap, but I got to. I can't. Yeah, and it was. This is one of those. If you were just looking at who won and lost, someone's gonna say, "Oh yeah, you know they they're they're burying Daniel Bryan by by having Roman Reigns beat him again." Like, no, Daniel Bryan has a legitimate thing that he can call back to. Um, and I know, you know, this is one of the very few things, and I'll bring it up because it's one of the very few things I look into because I actually, because we, you know, normally don't talk about people's contracts and other companies. and yeah, oh, yeah. But this is, but there's a fantasy booking aspect that we have talked about potential doing a fantasy booking episodes for things. And this falls very much into this because this is a, this is a hanging thread that, they never, never got, never really got addressed. I don't think it really was addressed properly in, okay. in the, and maybe it was, maybe it was in, in the aftermath of, of WrestleMania or the, or the, or the, uh, you know, championship for his career match. I don't, I don't necessarily know if, if they brought it up that he made him tap out significantly, but they can always go back to that. Yeah. And oh yeah, for sure. I checked and I checked my sources and I looked at and I looked at the and I looked at the dates um, for Roman Reigns to to surpass Hulk Hogan's title reign right. of of eleven what is it fourteen hundred let let me uh hold on let me look at I I have the number um I had it um it's fourteen hundred and whatever it is um. The, the date that Roman Reigns to to for him for him to beat Hulk Hogan's title reign of I think it's 1474 whatever it is yeah I, I, I looked it up um, it it corresponds with um, September 12th 2024 or September 13th Friday the 13th 2024 which is a Smackdown right so uh, and also coincidentally and I know that he is legitimately spoken about this in public saying that he doesn't want to go back to WWE, but Brian Danielson's contract with AEW ends the beginning of September, 2024. He signed, he signed a, he signed a five year, uh, the, the contract that he signed was at the beginning of September with them. And, and that contract expires the beginning of September, 2024. Hmm. I'm just, I'm just putting those pieces out there as as 
those are those are factual pieces of information. Right. Well, <laughs> you never know. I mean, I mean, yeah. There's plenty of people that said they would never come back to something, and they they have. I mean, we we looking at CM Punk right now. You never fucking know. So. Yeah, and I. But I will. I am. I am still firmly. I and and I know I've talked to my other buddies who wrestling fans are totally against this, but I am firmly on the train of. I think Roman Reigns is good with that universal title reign. I, Roman Reigns is going to surpass Hulk Hogan's 1474 oh, title reign. Oh, his 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 how I goes into my head right now and this could change because it has many a times because this reign's going on for so long. But in my mind I see now that the rocks kind of not oh, back in the scene but he's made his face of show, he's shown his face. I see next year WrestleMania, we got Rock versus Roman. I see Cody getting close to getting in the main event, but loses out somehow. Maybe loses the... He's in the Royal Rumble, but he loses or something. I don't know. But we have Roman versus Rock at WrestleMania, which, fuck. If we get to see that live, well, that's that's quite something. Anyway, um, and then I see him then going on to WrestleMania 41 to then finally face Cody Rhodes. And that's where I could see maybe Roman finally losing the title, but I could still see him winning that WrestleMania 41 as well. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I think, I think especially if it's good, if it's rock versus Roman at WrestleMania, it's it's gotta be Roman. Roman's beating Rock. Roman is beating Rock. Roman is beating Roman is yeah. yeah Roman Reigns is beating Rock. Like I like thoroughly in that. And if and if they're gonna and they're and if that's gonna be twenty twenty four if he's if he's coming out of WrestleMania like there's no reason at that point. Yeah. Once you get that close, it's just it's it's one of those things that they probably didn't think about it when it started like they probably weren't even they might not have even been thinking about it yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't you can't really think that far in the future of of are we going to set him up to beat this this reign right it happens over time once you really you know just like with the undertaker streak nobody really even talked about they didn't even think about the streak it wasn't even a thing until like nine or ten years when they're like, wait a second, the Undertaker has been in every 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 WrestleMania match the Undertaker's been in, he's won. Yeah, there's a streak here. Now who's gonna you know? Then it becomes a thing once people start realizing it. You don't you know you don't talk about the rain until it becomes a thing to t- start talking about. Yeah, yeah, and now and now it's like, how can you not see it through? Yeah, how can you? You have to have you know you have to have a plan in mind for this already because yeah. how can you not go this far? And not and not see it through. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, it's just insane. I never thought in my wildest dreams that I would ever see a title run this long. You'd always see the uh, um, the history books of going back into the '60s and '70s of these title reigns that lasted for fucking. You know, <laughs> Bruno Sammartino has the longest one at two thousand eight hundred and three days. You know, that's. From 1963 to 1971, the man was champion. yeah. Like that's yeah, that's obviously not a realistic. That that's just completely unrealistic. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that we're getting close to something, you know, I mean, Bruno Sammartino's second run was 1,237 days, and we are not too far off of that. No, no, not at all. 
He'll 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 surpass. That's what I mean. Once he starts surpassing that, and fourteen seventy four is really close to fifteen hundred. Yeah, fifteen hundred is a. They they've already made the big deal of the thousand day reign. Yeah, which I which I I. The only reason I didn't get a thousand day reign, reign shirt is because they don't have a sleeveless hooded T-shirt like my, like the wreck everyone and leave, which is my right. favorite uh, piece of WWE merchandise. And if anyone gets this information to the WWE, put more Roman Reigns merchandise on sleeveless hooded t- uh, t-shirts <laughs> because they're amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> other than that, I mean, I love you just ended there, and it was just like that's that's it. I'm done now. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's I mean, that's that's all. That's that's all I got about Roman Reigns right now. But uh, overall, great pay per view. Um, yeah, we don't do the whole star rating thing here. Um, no, we just talk about we it. We just talk we, about it, you know, and that yeah. that's where it's kind of where we leave it. But uh, yeah, fucking good pay per view. I enjoyed it, and it was good to see yeah. the Thunderdome again, reminisce on the Thunderdome, and just see it again. It sure was. Yeah. Oh shit! Oh, oh fuck! Shit. Hold on. What? Wait. Oh, what? Wait. Wait. You okay? Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Did you hear that? Oh, what was that? Uh, hold on, I need your attention. I've got your. your you have my attention. About say you've got. Okay, yeah. I need. Yeah, I need. I need. I need your attention. I need everybody listening's attention okay. for a moment. Okay. I just got a DM. Okay. The the Punk Talk Wrestling uh, at, uh, Instagram just got a DM from an anonymous podcast critic. Okay. Uh, hold on. Yeah. This I've is. Seen, this I've is seen that guy. I've seen yeah. that guy floating around in our. Uh... Yeah. It's a, yeah. This is so. Yeah. So uh, hold on. Let, let me. Uh, let me. Yeah. Let me just read this. Uh, so here I'll go. I'll just read it live. I'll just read it live. So um, is uh, it says, and I quote, "Hey, so I was listening to your podcast last week when you were listing all the wrestlers who pinned Brock Lesnar, and you left out Kurt Angle and Eddie Guerrero. Maybe you guys should know what you're talking about before starting your podcast. Skull emoji, middle finger emoji, clown emoji." So he's talking about two weeks ago. Uh, two weeks ago. So this was, this was, so my I little, guess he my was little watch- fact at the, st- my little, I had a little trivia thing for you at the start, didn't I? And that was, this um, was, this was, yeah, this must've been, this was two weeks ago. Right. So he must've been listening to our podcast from two weeks ago, just recently and decided okay. now, now he wanted to, okay. now in the middle of us recording a podcast now, like right, what, well, what, someone, what, someone's, uh, someone's cat, someone's catching up with the pod. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. That's kind of cool. But, but a really inconsiderate way like, especially like, terrible timing uh well let me let me see the... so he said that, that i forgot who he said he forgot you forgot you left out kurt angle and eddie guerrero did i really yeah. did i really uh maybe we should uh tell mr uh uh podcast uh, what's this anonymous podcast anonymous pod this is critic. the anonymous podcast critic okay maybe um, we should uh, tell him to go and listen to the episode again actually um because i think he'll find uh, the, uh, what I actually said was uh, all the people that have pinned Brock Lesnar or defeated Brock Lesnar, I should say, since his 2012 return. I was waiting for Not you. I was waiting time. for you to Because if it was all time, yeah, of course. You've got, you've got uh, yeah, you do you have Eddie Guerrero. You've got Kurt Angle. There might even be others. But yeah, obviously we didn't forget Eddie Guerrero winning the championship. Bro, Big Show. Brock Big Show's like, another guy that Yeah, Big Brock. Show's another guy that yeah. win it. But maybe, yeah, maybe the anonymous podcast critic, maybe he should pay a little more attention, yeah, closer yeah. attention to 
Uh, uh, so maybe you should maybe you should really keep listening. I, to the I'm podcast. totally up for for criticism, Closer. constructive criticism. But uh, yeah, but if but, it's uh, uh, if it's wrong, then well, then you're just wrong, really. Chris over here knows what the fuck he's talking about when it shit. comes to facts. I do my research. Yeah, sometimes I he, I flummox over my research like I did. I last mean, week, certainly, but... certainly well more certainly well more research than myself. Yeah. I am uh, I'm a I'm much more of a color guy. Where whereas uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a play by play. You're the play-by-play. It feels like you and I are, uh, you know, what this what this anonymous podcast critic might have inadvertently done with his uh, incorrect criticism, his his lazy, uh, uh, not completely informed criticism, uh, was kind of shine a light a a little bit of light on uh, on our roles here as we're as we're forming them. And it seems yeah, 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 it seems like we're. We're getting into it a little bit. You you seem to you seem to be more comfortable in the play by play area where I am. I'm a little more of the color guy, reacting to yeah, reacting yeah. to things. That you you're the setup. You're the setup, and I'm like the I'm like the rebound. Yeah, pretty much. Um, or whatever. But or yeah, something to make it to make another sports analogy that I of, of a sport I don't know anything but, uh, about. But a Mister uh, Mister Critic podcast, yeah, Mister Anonymous Critic, podcast, that guy, Critic, whoever, yeah, whoever yeah. you are, I'll get your name eventually. I'm sure. Um, uh, keep listening. We appreciate yeah, that. Definitely keep you know? listening. Yeah, and if you have any constructive criticism to give us, you know, by by all means, um, go ahead. But thanks, thanks, Mister uh, Person. Yeah, thanks, uh, anonymous yeah. podcast thank, thank critic, you for, for your uh, slight, slightly, almost, almost right criticism. Uh, next time, maybe you, maybe you'll get it next time. Maybe buddy. next time. Maybe next time. Maybe yeah. Bad luck next yeah. time. Yeah, who's who's the yeah who's the Janetti now? <laughs> anyway, talk about next times. Next times, we got we we still have to figure out what we're doing next week. Yes, because we, do. we we found we found a slight gap in our schedule. Um, well, we have decided we're going to do. Um, we'll put it. You know, I'll throw it out there just on 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 air to, to talk about. It. We're going to do a live watch along of NXT's uh, NXT. And when we say we, you mean you. We meaning me, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because because it was going to be me, but yeah. yeah, I'm going to do I'm going to do a test run of a of a live watch along of the NXT No Mercy. Yeah. Um. So it won't be it won't be streaming live. It will just be recorded live. And then posted for anybody that wants to watch along yeah. with NXT. We're just going to see how this goes. We'll probably, maybe we'll put it up on the Patreon. Maybe we'll put it up as a as a as a test uh, bonus episode. Yeah, yeah. On the main con- podcast, we'll see how it sounds. We'll see what um, what the NXT takeovers are about. Two and a half hours, right? They they they're about they two hours. Run. Yeah, they don't run about so much two hours over that. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I think it's a good test to see if I can even tolerate. Just talking to myself Tolerate for two your hours. own voice for two hours. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I can. I'm pretty I sure. I that, know. I'm pretty sure. I know you can. <laughs> will anyone want to hear just me rambling for about two hours? I mean, I'm into with, it. Also, I we'll see. Do, we'll see I what can. happens. The only way to know is to do it just, and then just do it. Yeah. Wait for crickets. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So the NXT. But since that's not going to be a regularly scheduled pod. Uh, we're going to, we, we, we figured out before we started recording what we wanted to, the content of the episode yeah. or the, or the, the theme of the episode, we, the we gimmick need, of the episode. We'll, we'll need to come up with a name for this, this yes. reoccurring subject. But So once, once again, live on the podcast, 
uh, live recorded on the podcast, we're going to go through our decision-making tree of what our next uh, podcast episode is going to be. Um, but what we're going to do is we're going to deep dive into one wrestler's uh, progression of gimmicks. Yeah. Um, people that so people that have had not just not just like. You know, Randy Orton is a good example of a person we're not going to pro- talk about because yeah. Randy Orton doesn't hasn't had like drastic changes in his who he is. Exactly. You know, um, so we're gonna we're gonna just start randomly picking out some names of of wrestlers that we know have gone through some pretty stark uh, gimmick changes. Like like one of my top favorites, Cody Rhodes. Yep. Cody Rhodes has had some. Geez, that's a really good. Very, one, yeah, that's a good one. So let's let's put him right. Let's put him on as, as one of them. So I've got um, um, I've got Hardcore Holly. He's a very obscure one, but he's been yeah. through a lot of different gimmicks. So I think he's that's got a, quite a few, quite a few distinctive, one. quite a few distinctive things like like we just, like we even talked about earlier today. The his his um his time in the Job Squad. Yeah, Job Squad. And I think that's era, yeah. that's that's definitively different than Sparky Plug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we can go. We can pick some guys that might be little. Who who else did we? We had, well, let's we'd, do a back and forth here, right? Let's do that. Well, we picked. We, yeah, we shouted out a few guys earlier that we. Uh, um, well, we had JBL. There's another one. JBL was one that. Yeah, JBL uh, is a good guy. Uh, we to pick had out. Godfather. We're gonna, we're gonna come up with. We're gonna come up with ten of them. Godfather was a good one. We're gonna Seth come up, Rollins as as we, was another one we mentioned during the pod as well. We mentioned yeah because he's had enough. He's had enough changes. Yeah. Um, let's let's put Seth in there, and we're gonna allow the dice roll to um, to that's, pick again. Uh, that's five, right? Um, that's five. Yeah. yeah Seth so Rollins. Five more. Um, who's another one? Um, hmm. Oh, uh, oh, I mentioned um, um, what's his real name? But he was Prince Albert. Um, oh yeah, Albert. Let's just put Albert. In. Albert, yeah, Albert. We'll just put Albert because he's been quite a few. Yeah, yeah, he's had a lot um, of different things. That's another. That's another good one. And and you know he's he's a uh, not as not as uh, well known. Um, let's see who else do we got here. Um, who else would be a good one that's been that's been like distinctively different stables um. or. Um, Oh, you know what a really fucking good one is? Viscera. Yeah, he okay, there Mabel, we go. Yeah, Big he Vis. was Viscera, he was Big Daddy V. He's, Big Daddy yeah, V. Yeah, there's a lot to go yeah, into there's a, there. There's a few, yeah, there's there's definitely more than a few. Yeah. Um, Ministry era. We, we even talked, yeah, I mean, we mentioned we mentioned The Undertaker himself as, like, his distinctive eras. Yeah. Uh, no, he, he's uh, way, yeah. well-known. Um. I mean, it's one in ten. Who else do we got? We'll put him in there because he's got distinctive. Um, oh, we well because we can also this this is also encompassing. This might also be the first ones that we deviate outside of WWE because we can look at. at oh like yeah, the, there's a lot. This is we the individual wrestler, right, like right. all of the gimmicks that this person has gone through. I mean, we so, could look at Gold Dust or Dustin Rhodes. There's a lot to go in there with Dustin Rhodes. Yeah, that's true. Um, um, yeah, let's go. Let's go with Dustin as well. We'll put him in there. Because um, he's got his old WCW gimmicks where he did some wild stuff there. So. Yeah. 
Um, Who else am I thinking of that was um, earlier on? I mean, hmm. that's that's a, that's a hard one. It's a hard one to come up because I'm trying to think of like. Who else had some really wild gimmicks that were? Uh, I mean, Rikishi. Rikishi has been a few. Oh, Rikishi's a good one. Rikishi. Yeah, a Rikishi's good one. a good one. Yeah, Rikishi is. A because good it's one. really we just want to shine the light on what they've done as. Yeah, as different I, characters I like, than their most popular characters. Yeah, and I do like the ones that are a bit more obscure, like rikishi that they're, they're people that don't get spoken about very often so well that's 10 oh I mean, that's 10 is that 10 well, that's 10 like... but let's but let's well who else did you have because uh, baron corbin oh baron corbin is yeah let's go yeah let's put corbin in instead of the undertaker yeah let's do that I, he's a bit more obscure okay because, i like that 10 i'm happy yeah and also and also uh, you know there's been there's a million podcasts about the other you know, yeah. million things. <laughs> yeah, we want exactly. we want to also highlight some people that aren't always talked about yeah yeah, yeah. Um, if the I would I would take Cody Rhodes out even uh, I, let's leave Cody Rhodes in there because you know if we get to talk about Stardust I'd be super happy <laughs> yeah. so so we'll leave Cody so our so our one to ten uh, who we got so just, yeah just, yeah so you roll you roll the d ten right, I'm gonna I just, get the dice because I'm not down. prepared give me two seconds headphones okay. are coming off so I'm not gonna be able to all right headphones are coming off. This is the kind of, uh, of, of, you know, wonderful content that you can only get when you get the unedited version of our podcast on our Patreon. You get this, uh, you know, okay. minute of Chris getting a die from across the room. All right, so, got a bag here, but now I've right. got to find a fucking D10, so hold on. I found a D10. Just, I was going to say, just dump them all out and find the first D10. <laughs> here we go, went straight to one. All right, all so... Right. Name, give us a one to ten right now. No, I'll just no, just roll the. I have them in order of. I have them in order that we said. Oh, it, so we said them. All right, just, okay, yeah, cool. we'll just roll it. Here we and go. Then, yeah. And roll them and let's go. We got number seven. Number seven. One, two, three, four, five, six. That's Viscera, baby. Yeah, I'm so happy with that. All right. Okay. Cool. Next episode, we are doing a deep dive. Let's pull up. Who <laughs> thought? Who'd have thought, yeah, hey? who would have thought? Who would have thought at the beginning of today we were going to be ending this with <laughs> the, we, the next week's podcast is going to be about viscera. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh man. Big vis. Yeah. Big Daddy V. Mabel. Mabel. He was. He was at one point Mabel Doink, which really? means, th- which means there is a storyline that involves Doink the Clown and Mabel, and oh, man. yeah. King Mabel. Yeah, he was King Nelson of the Ring. Nelson Knight. Yeah. Big Viss. And, uh, yeah, so. All right, a lot of research right. to be done here. That's for next, sure. Next week, Nelson, Nelson Frazier Jr. Oh, shit. And also, I did not realize he had passed away. Yeah, yeah, he passed away in uh, 2014, 2014, unfortunately. But, yeah. But, uh, I lot, did uh, know that. I did know that actually. Yes. Uh, uh, I, did, good, I, I hadn't uh, been reminded of that. A lot of career, a lot of uh, stuff in his career to go through here. So. All right. Well, hey, we are going to go through the career of Nelson Frazier Jr., otherwise uh, better known as Viscera. Yeah. Next on next week's podcast. Uh, the only other things I've got here um, in my outro is to remember to plug the Instagram at Punk's Talk Wrestling. That's right. Punk's Talk and Wrestling. our Patreon and our Patreon at Punk's, Punk's Talk, Talk Wrestling. Wrestling. And we're on Spotify. And we're on Apple Music, and we're on, and we're on, on Amazon Music. We're on, Music. 
Amazon Music, and um, we're every, we're apparently everywhere. We're apparently anywhere we're anyway you can pl- find a podcast. We're pretty we're much as many there. places as we can. We're yeah. soon to be on TikTok. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, we're down with the get kids. ready for get ready for some uh, you know some amazing audio content on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I think that's so. I guess yeah, I we're, this is the end of the thing now. I think that's it. I think yeah. <laughs> where we uh, where we wrap it up, and uh, yeah, we I think we've never wrapped shit up on this podcast. No, I'm we are wrap sure it up. We... Nothing's ever wrapped up neatly. Anyway, it's like a terrible. Christmas no, present. it's usually like it's yeah. It's like when you just shove a present in a gift bag, and then you just shove yeah, some newspaper and you on can't top of it. Yeah, no, 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 not, not that good. You, you put the thing in and you close it up with a bit of tape, but you hand it to someone and they can clearly see what's in it. You can pass it to them. Then they can see the name. You can see what it is. You can see that it's a, you know, they can tell. But, you know, it's okay. They still appreciate the present. It's still a good present. Everything else about it was great. It was just, it was just, it was just finished badly. And, you know, but that's sticking okay. the landing. Sticking the landing is one of my weakest traits. Yeah, I'm yeah. Forgetting. You know, yeah. He knows. Yeah. So here we are. Just Here we are. Sticking the landing again. Just not sticking the landing. Yeah, it's that yeah. 9.5 or 9.8. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but I'm okay with that, though. Yeah. I'm okay. all right with it. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. All right. All right. See ya. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>